0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 106 of the Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com.
2: On today's show, we share suggestions for things you can do if you have to shelter in place. Critter of the show is the bat. In Critter Nutrition, we address how to support the human immune system. And in Coffee Clutch, we share our recommendations for maintaining a healthy quotient of laughter. Listen in.
1: I'm Tigger. I'm Patty.
3: And I'm producer Jen. And I have an important question for Tigger and Patty.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. First of all,
3: let me congratulate you, Tigger, on using the word quotient.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Is that kind of like the word of the day? Hey, how many times can we slip that in to the rest of the show? Okay. Absolutely. Game on. Okay.
3: I have a question. It, we As we record episode 106 of Healthy Critters Radio, we are in the throes of uh, COVID-19 pandemic as it's being called by the press. So lots of people are having to change their plans. And the ones that are getting changed the most for a lot of people, especially this time of year, and is vacation plans. So yes. I have two questions for Patty and Tigger. And the first one is, I'm going to start with Patty because I know what the answer is going to be. How far in advance, and I'm not going to say you, how far in advance does your significant other plan the vacations? Because I know if it's left up to you, there never will be one. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So how far Um, in advance does he
3: plan vacations?
1: Well, Jen, thank you for that question. And I'm going to answer this in a way that may surprise you because neither myself or my significant other plan our vacations because our children rule our lives. It's been planned it, every year it's the same week. And the only reason it wasn't last year is because Hannah had to screw things up by getting married. <laughs> so we, um, we always go the first week in August. So that's kind of like our, our, it's already, it's already been in in motion. So I know that, and you're right. If it were up to me, we would be working. <laughs> so what um, you guys so, do is
3: just set aside the same week every year yes. and worry about what's yes. going to happen yes. in the moment.
1: Yeah, and so you know, um, we went to Colorado. Um, oh gosh, however many years it was ago, and we've been trying to get back there, but um, not last year, but the year before that, we we ended up not doing that because um, we were working with um, my older daughter and her husband's schedule, and it it we were able to take the week off, but they couldn't get out to Colorado. We ended up just going to Florida. Um, but we every year have this one week. That's as my the two girls have gotten married. Um, well, even before Hannah got married, we have the first week of August. And that's that's when we go on vacation. So it's kind of a, a set thing. And then it, where we end up struggling is where do we go? And our, our, we have t- sort of decided that um, we're going to go to the same place in um, Colorado every year uh-huh. as of right now.
3: Okay. So you so you, that, you yeah. like something that's predictable, dependable. I know what's going to happen.
0: Um.
1: Actually, I don't. I I I I love. Going uh, I disagree. Places. I think you
3: do, and you don't know it.
1: <laughs> uh, really. Oh God. <laughs> oh well, maybe you. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're. Maybe you're absolutely right. Um, but we. Yes. I. I mean. I. You're probably. Damn it. I think you're right. <laughs> Tigger, what's Tigger? Tigger? Let's move on.
3: <laughs> we'll redirect now, Tigger. How far in advance do you plan? Because when you make a when you make a vacation. You make a vacation. If you're not a regular listener to the Health Recruiters radio show, you haven't heard Digger's of Tigger's a good trips. planner.
2: So how far in advance do you get started with that? Uh, a year to six months.
3: You put all that together in a year or six months? That would take me four years to plan your vacations. Oh my gosh. Hmm. So... It's not that difficult. It's not that... It's, yeah, says the Brainiac. Yeah, she's the big this no. group, yeah.
1: No,
2: you you get the airplane reservations you get the hotel reservations you rent the car you drive around you you know do airbnb i um it it just to me isn't that complicated so
3: whenever you plan your vacay yes um, how far down do you drill as far as detail is concerned before you ever leave. <laughs> Minimally. <laughs> I,
2: I mean, I, I drilled out on that, you know, airline, um, the hotel. If we're talking about like uh, Alaska, I've been there enough that I sort of know that's really, that's an easy trip to plan. Have you been there um, I'm going to the Arctic this year, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So you don't,
3: you don't drill down too awfully far. So mm-hmm. Patty... When you make your mm-hmm. trips, mm-hmm. Um, same time each year, um, mm-hmm. do you have a tendency to plan everything out in advance? On Monday we're doing this, Tuesday we're doing that. Or do you sort of get a hotel and an airline ticket and then wing it from there like like Tigger does?
1: Um, I think Tigger could probably answer this question very easily for me. Um, <laughs> I, myself, am like fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants type of gal, um, unlike my children. Um, Phoebe and Hannah both like to have certain activities planned out, um, which is because where we go ends up kind of being good because we're right on the um, cusp of um, the state park. So we know we want to go hiking, but um, we definitely like to know that we're going to spend one time on the lake or we're going to go out and take you know um, ATVs out. So they like to have more of a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Peter, and I are not planners that way. Interesting. so not planned. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. we plan there's a it's interesting for me i absolutely like my day to be completely planned out and i almost to the minute like it to be what it's going to be um but with stuff like that i'm not um i'm a little bit more um i wish i wasn't so much that way but um but i'm a little bit less um on top of that
3: interesting very interesting well there we go so uh how our hosts plan their vacays when they happen, which really isn't all that often.
2: <laughs> how
1: about you, Jen? I was going to say, yeah, what about you, girl?
3: When it, when it comes to proper vacations, and for us a proper vacation is more than three days, we have a propensity to plan um, just because we like to do things and we hate spending a lot of time finding things to do. So when we get to where we're going, we want to have it all planned out so we don't waste a half a day finding that fascinating off-the-beaten-path museum. We know it's there already because we found it. We can go do it. We kind of jam-pack our vacations. We're the kind of people that when we get back from vacation, we need to take a couple of days off so we can rest.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like the adventure of not knowing.
3: We used to be that way. Yeah. We used to, but... Now that we're older, it was like, oh, we only got a limited number of vacations left. We need to pack in as much as we
2: can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pack in ah, so as much funny. as we can. <laughs> Glad you're not on a cruise ship. <gasps>
3: well, yeah. And, mm. and Glenn and I, we do like to take cruises. Um, happy we're not. And we will be cautious going forward and make sure that things are as healthy as they can be before we hop back on a boat. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
3: There's so many things to do, though. We're okay with that. You know, there's so many places to go, people to see
2: <laughs> well, for our listeners that um, are about to uh, shelter in place or are concerned about sheltering in place, um we've kind of decided to devote the show to uh, the coronavirus and uh, the healthy critter's way to deal with it.
3: <laughs> I like that the healthy Critter's way. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. That's right. So um That will include we're a postcard.
3: Send postcards. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please. You'll have plenty of time to write them. Yes. Yep. Um we're gonna but start the your round face. table <laughs>
1: with um
2: <laughs> the things you can do uh for yourself and your animals if you have to shelter in place. Because, you know, after two or three days of watching Netflix, you might want to do something else. So we have some ideas and suggestions. There we go. So here we are at the round table and uh, we're going to focus on things you can do for yourself and your animals if you have to shelter in place during the coronavirus. Um, One of the things that um, I, if I have to shelter in place, I'm looking forward to making a lot of bone broth for the dogs. (laughs) 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 Um, Hopefully I can find uh, bones. (laughs) Um, you know, hopefully the, uh, the hoarding will, um, you know, oh. relax a little bit. Um, but um, bone broth is really easy to make for dogs. It takes 24 hours. And, and the great thing is, is after you're done making bone broth, not only, you know, can you feed it to your dogs, but I like to pour it out into little ice cube trays so that I, I can, you know, take one out or a couple out and give them to the dogs to suck on. And bone broth is so good for their immune systems and their joints. So um, that's one thing that that I'm going to do. And I decided it would be really cool to teach myself something new.
3: Hmm. Interesting. And did you have any thoughts on what that might be?
2: I'm thinking of knitting,
1: that's one of the things we do when we go on vacation. We have to go to the local yarn store. You need to call Phoebe. she's big. That's great. Um, but
2: i it it occurred to me that having two weeks or ten days, it would be a really good time to to learn something different. Um, so I thought you know, knitting looked kind of interesting. And uh, underwater basket weaving doesn't really appeal to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah. But I do want to stretch. I think that will help. That helps keep you healthy when you can stretch your mind and um, your experience and get into something different.
1: Interesting. Now,
2: That's a good. friend of mine has decided she's already locked up in Chicago in a high-rise apartment. And she's locked up because... She actually has some symptoms of coronavirus. So she's, you know, she's late 60s. And so she's sheltered in place. And I said, so so what are you doing? She said, well, I've decided to take on puzzles. I went, puzzles. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. She said,
2: yeah, that she never liked puzzles as a kid but she's decided you know with the convenience of Amazon she can order puzzles and that she has one now on her coffee table and every time she walks by she stops and sees if she can move and she said and if I'm watching TV and the and a ad comes on I'll turn to my puzzle and she said I don't mind it nearly as much as when I was a kid
0: so
1: mm-hmm. um, how about you Patty well um, I actually love to garden and do yard work, which I never allow time in my day. Um and um that was one of the things I was thinking I would you know I could there's so much yard work I could do like clean up, you know, flower beds, um, move flowers around, like have a bunch of irises at this new house that I bought. And um I could like plant them and remove them, you know, and put them in different places. um, which like just thinking about gardening makes me so happy. Um, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I would want to do is uh, actually there's, there's, well, there's several. One is, um, I have very smart dogs. All of them are smart, but I have two very smart Australian shepherds and I love teaching them new tricks. And what I'm working on right now is teaching them how to sit up in unison and really put their feet up, um. My daughter their has the uh, front a, paws up. Yeah, the yeah. front paws really up. And so I've been playing with that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could teach them so many new tricks. So that's something I would do. And again, yeah, now dog I'm saying enrichment. This, yeah, dog enrichment and um mom happy mint. <laughs> um, mom um happy mint. Mom happy mint. <laughs> and um just that—that's just I like. I love that, that. Like I love that. Um, and then I would really like to bathe them. <laughs> um, in my new house, I have a very European type bathroom. It's um, really cool. It's the whole bathroom is the shower, and the tub is in the bathroom behind the door. I don't know if that makes sense, but like you walk through the glass door, like a normal typical shower door, but it's like a room. And in this room is two shower heads and then a bathtub. So I could bathe all of my animals in there at once. Wow. <laughs> Not that I suggest. Yeah, it's really, it's really quite cool. So that's on my list and, um, and actually reading. And I think like when I say that it makes me laugh because the thought of me sitting still too long, <laughs> um, isn't ever going to happen, but, I would like to be able to read, so that's my list. How about you, How about Jen? You, Jen? <laughs> How about me? Yeah. I'm. I,
3: see, this is this was a funny one for me because Glenn and I work from home, so being in self quarantine isn't a whole lot different for us because we work from home and our work takes up a lot of our time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yoga came to mind. I don't know mm-hmm. anything about yoga, but I've always wanted to try it. So I would try yoga. Then that's easy to do because you can, you know, there's a million more yoga videos it. and yoga yep. books. There's lots of yoga books out there. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Puzzles of any kind, because I do love puzzles.
2: Ah. Yeah. How and about something? Well, something new would be yoga. Yeah. What other new thing would other you do? Other
3: new things. I would love to have the time to take, some courses from a company called MasterClass.
2: Oh yeah, I see mm. them advertised.
3: I've yeah, and I've seen um, I'm, 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 I'm Happy Days. Ron Howard does one on
2: filmmaking. Filmmaking, mm. and I
3: desperately want to take that one just because I want to hear his insight. I just find him fascinating mm-hmm. and, and such a mm-hmm. brilliant, brilliant yep. movie maker. And I'm sure there are lots of other classes that. It's like, I didn't know I would love that topic, but I do.
2: I think it, it, you know, the one thing about being in the horse business, especially during, um, the plague is that in a lot of ways, our lives don't, aren't altered. You know, the horses have to be fed. The there are certain have things that are going to stay down. the same. Yeah. The horses have to be ridden. Mm-hmm. The horses have to be groomed. I mean, that isn't going to change, period. Um, but I, I, I really think that, you know, making lemonade out of lemons, it, if if you've got extra time when you're not going out and seeing friends and um, you're not going out to restaurants is, you know, let's use this in a creative, positive way.
3: Yeah, whether whether it's I, I absolutely 100 percent agree with you. And that doesn't have to be something serious. It can be something totally and utterly creative by yourself a roll of craft paper and some paint mm-hmm. online and paint the living daylights out of it or, or on your yeah. walls. It doesn't have to be something that's serious or something that might be perceived as intellectually constructive. It can just Correct. be completely wild and crazy just as and long as it fun. makes you happy.
1: Yeah. yeah. And fun. Yeah. Yeah. And entertaining and engaging, whether yeah. it's engaging with other people. Oh, your, you know what family. you could, this would be a good time to make um, candles.
3: Mm-hmm. Carefully. It- Don't burn your house down. Yeah, but candle making, <laughs> that's a very time-consuming process. That's a good one.
2: It is. Yeah. It is. And soap making. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could all the wine that you've been drinking throughout the two weeks, there we go. you can then make um candles that can go in the wine bottles. Ah,
1: <laughs> there we go. Look
2: at look at Tigger being creative. I like it. <laughs> so um after you, you are sequest you are sequestered uh, share we'd love to hear what what you plan to do or what you did do uh so send us a postcard because you've yeah. got the time to write one That's right. yeah um biostar 1 cleveland street suite 800 gordonsville virginia 22942
3: and now it's time for the breed of the show
1: so we are at the critter of the show, um, and we thought it may be a good time to talk about bats. With all the recent stuff that's been going on in on the globe, um, there's been lots of um, discussion about the obviously the coronavirus, and um, and that perhaps it is originated with bats. And um, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, information out there um that's suspect um truly far from being solved as to what the origination of the virus is. Um but there's a lot of really interesting things out there um about bats. And I um because this this you know this whole subject is so sensitive and whatever, I wanted I really would like to focus first on how amazing bats are. Uh, um, I'm sure everybody know where where they live have seen bats especially when the you know it gets at dusk Um, this time of year um, when people are out more you tend to see bats more often I used to get they used to come into my indoor arena when I would teach lessons in Virginia late at night and they would they were just they were amazing just to, to kind of just watch how they maneuvered in the air so, you know, bats are, they're a mammal. There are, uh, I've read that, you know, first I read there's over a thousand species. Then I read there's over 1,200, then over 1,300. But the, basically there there's a lot of different types of bats out there. And they can range from being this, like, like weighing less than a penny to having a wingspan up to six feet. They're very important, very, very important to the ecosystem. And, um there's, there's two different main types, microbats and megabats. And the microbats, obviously they're really tiny ones. Um, some, some of them depend more on fruits and plants and some depends on more on moss and mosquitoes. And, um, actually, and I, everybody, you know, they has heard of vampire bats. That is a real thing. And they actually do live off blood, Um, but they only go after um, cattle and like horses and livestock, you know, their ankles, which this is something I did not know. Microbats are the time, obviously the tiny one, and they rely on something called echolocation, which is um, a system that they use by sound waves, by they, they, they sense objects by sound waves, sound waves, excuse me. And what's so interesting about that is they are bats compared to say like a bird or so much more agile in the air. They, because of their structure, um, even the mega and, uh, micro, um, because they have a, a thin membrane over j- these joints, which are their wings, that lead to sort of like a hand or fingers, um, they are they can move more quickly in the air, um, it, which is what if you see them at night, you can see how quickly they can jet one direction and the other, and um, a lot of it has to do with the way that they're built. Well, what's what's so interesting is you know you realize they're just so important to the ecosystem and all it, like. They're just such, they're just, they're kind of amazing. And they're really, they're pollinators. I just, yeah, that's, yeah, they're huge pollinators. Yeah, huge pollinators. pollinators. Yeah. Um, So, kind of one cool, really super cool um, uh, bat tidbit (laughs) is the female bat. I just, yeah, they're called tidbits. Female bats actually, um, they can only have one baby bat per mating season. And they actually give birth upside down, hanging. You know the hanging thing. They do that upside down, and that kind of cool. Isn't that amazing? That is That's amazing.
3: Just, that was a little TMI for me personally, but
1: you know, maybe I'm more sensitive than some. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Stop being a sensitive. Okay. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Um. Yeah. So. Um, so, you know, of course, with everything that, go- that is going on, there's a lot of different um, stuff that's out there. And again, everything that I'm going to say is just stuff that, you know, there's there's a lot of information out there. But, you know, the, the, the source or the where the virus potentially could have started, as, as with MERS and SARS and all these other things, is with bats. And what I found out… No, those other little-
2: diseases started, one started with the, the se- Seville cat, the Serval cat.
1: It's interesting because if you read up on bats, they're going to tell you that a lot of the stuff happened from the bats. And again, that's why I said a lot of this is still very speculative and suspect, and it hasn't, it's far from being solved. But, you know, there's a, there's a woman in um, the Wuhan Providence who works for the Wuhan Center for Disease. She's, she's named Batwoman. <laughs> and I'm going to, unfortunately, she's a virologist, and I'm going to not do her name very justice, but it's shy Z-H-E-N-G-I. And, um, she has studied bats for years and years and years. But one of the things that, um, is kind of interesting is, um, a lot of people, you know, go and they collect guana, um, which is yeah. bat poop and it's used great Good fertilizer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've, they, they, they have learned. And, and this again, Tigger would be interesting to find out, but you know, the, all the stuff that I researched in this really, they go back to all of this and even Ebola, um, come from back and and um, it's like a big thing to have a clean cave um, because th- that's obviously where the bats go and hang out and poop a lot. But, um, but anyway, th- you know, when this all sort of became um, a big thing, they, um, they sent in this woman. Um, and again, her name is shy. I'm not going to even try again, but she has spent, her, you know, years and years and years um, researching bats and, um, they, they, the bats are definitely, can definitely be carriers, but the reason that the bats don't get sick because they are mammals is because they have an incredible immune system. So, um, and, and you can dig so deep into all of this, but, um, I'm hoping that if it, they end up being somewhat a source of this, then maybe they can also be sor- sort of the prevention of this too. Cause if they have these amazing immune systems, maybe, maybe they can be a help to, you know, figuring out how to, how to handle all of this. But um, again, I mean, I, I wanted to kind of touch on both parts of it because bats are just such an amazing part of our ecological system. And um, even though that they, they can be carriers, they're still very, very, very important to how plants pollinate. And, um, and they're really, some of the bigger ones are kind of scary, but the little ones are super cute. Just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> So, you know, everybody should do their due diligence in researching, but um, they are a very important part of our circle of life.
2: Yes, they are. So now we're at Critter Nutrition, and this segment I want to focus on immune support for the human critter. Um, in light of the virus. Um, So my go-to, number one, immune support is bovine colostrum. Because bovine colostrum is an immune regulator. And that's important because if your um, immune system is dealing with the virus or in contact with the virus, you want it to be strong enough to fight it, but you don't want it to be overwhelmed. Likewise, you don't want it to be underperforming so that the virus just totally takes hold. And what makes bovine colostrum so unique is that it regulates the master of the immune system, which is the thymus gland. So if you're looking for um, good immune support that's a regulator, bovine colostrum. And the higher the immunoglobin count on the colostrum, which is IgG, Um, the stronger it is. So a lot of colostrum on the market is 15%. You want to look for 30% or higher. So that's kind of my go-to. And then there are some herbs I really, really like for the immune system. One of them is black elderberry. Um, It provides antioxidant and immune support. Um, it's used, uh, you could get like cough syrups made out of it, wine. Uh, you guys would probably like that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <wine. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't? Um, and you can get it. Um, I believe you can get it in, um, you know, tinctures. So elderberry would be a really good thing to add to your program, uh, to support your body. Um, dealing with the stress is really critical because cortisol causes a cascade of problems. So my go-to is ashwagandha. Um, I made sure I had plenty of good stock in uh, organic India's ashwagandha turmeric tulsi tea. But lots of people, if you're not a tea drinker, you might want to look at astragalus. Um, It's uh, from traditional Chinese medicine. It supports the immune and emotional stressors. Uh, That's something you can take in a powder or um, capsule or extract. Echinacea is another one. Um, It's one of the most widely studied herbs uh, traditionally used by Native Americans. Um, It's known as purple coneflower. And sometimes you can walk in pastures and actually see it growing wild. Um, It's, it supports a healthy immune response when the body's under attack. So, Let's say you have a day where you don't feel so good, that would be the time to add echinacea. Um, Back in uh, 2000, 2001, um, I was at a conference in California, and one of the people that was lecturing was from the World Health Organization, and he was studying the avian flu and viruses. And one of the things that he commented on, which really struck me, was that a virus can only survive in a acid blood pH. So the more alkaline your blood pH, the less chance the virus has to take root. And this is true of all viruses. Now. I was so impressed that I decided when I got home, I was going to absolutely like eliminate acid, ha, acid-causing acid foods, acid meaning not acid in the stomach, acid to the blood pH, and just do a total alkalizing diet. I didn't even make it seven days. So it's really hard to do. <laughs>
0: um,
2: but ever since then, I've learned how to manage my love of things that um, are acidic, that are are good food, um, but they can raise the pH. So um, I balance if I'm going to have rice, which is unfortunately acidic, um, I'm going to accompany it with something that is alkaline. So, My go-to is water with lemon. Lemon is a great alkalizer. Yay, I did something right. (laughs) (laughs) Almonds, almond butter. Almonds are a really good alkalizer. Most all fruits are alkalizing. Um, Vegetables, most vegetables are alkalizing. The acidifying vegetables are corn, lentils, olives. The acidifying fruits are blueberries, canned or glazed fruits, cranberries, currants, plums, and prunes. The acidifying grains are a lot: amaranth, barley, bran, bread, corn, flour macaroni, noodles, oats, oatmeal, quinoa, rice, rye, spaghetti, blah, blah, blah. So again, my approach is, first of all, I have a tendency for all of us under stress is to eat comfort foods. Um, if you're going to eat a comfort food, try to balance it with um, an alkalizing food. Really try to avoid processed foods. Really try to avoid carbonated beverages, particularly soft drinks, um, and, you know, drink a lot of water and uh, with lemon, and, and if you can keep your immune system in homeostasis and your blood pH more alkaline than, than acidic, you have a really good chance of beating the virus.
3: Tigger's chat is not a substitute for medical advice. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so, so I just wanted I wanted to say what I got from this was drink water with lemon and wine. Yes, and wine. <laughs> water yes. Wine water with very, lemon for
3: breakfast.
1: Water is very uh, acidifying
2: to the blood pH. So, yeah. um uh, But so you, you want elderberry wine? It would be
3: Elder, I'm sure you can choice. get that on Amazon.
2: Oh. I, mean, I don't know if you can, they sell wine on either. Amazon.
3: <laughs> I'm sure you can buy it online. You can buy oh. everything online, right?
2: Sure. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I forgot to mention something. Well, what is it? I found this great little company called Misfits that I wanted to tell our listeners about. Well, tell us now. I, I don't know. The universe. Dis- dis- sent me this amazing website called Misfits Market. And what they do is they deliver Misfit Produce.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see these guys coming across my Facebook
2: all the time. Misfit produce. And it's it's um organic. And you know, they don't look like grocery they're the all the ones rejected by Whole Foods, health Food Stores, grocery stores. They look funky,
3: yeah. Apples that aren't, apples that are shaped like potatoes and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly.
2: And for $22, it's a subscription and you can get it once a week or once every two weeks. You get a box of Misfits. And if you go to their website, MisfitsMarket.com, it shows you all the, the different fruits and vegetables you get like right now what's in season what they have a lot of right now and sometimes these are a bit lumpy too small too big has cosmetic blemishes there wasn't enough to sell to supermarkets needs a few days on the counter perfectly delicious it, it's such a great idea Instead of this stuff ending up in the trash,
3: mm-hmm. well, yeah, hello, and it gets delivered and, to your door,
2: and and they're delivered to your door, which in the time of the coronavirus is a really nice feature, um, especially since stores seem to be selling out of a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm. Can, I so get, well, I, can I get
3: can I get a Misfits box that just has carrots?
2: I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <laughs> But they have all different kinds of carrots this month.
3: Yeah, it must be carrot season or something. That's really
2: cool. And it's 10 to 13 pounds. That's a
3: lot of freaking vegetables.
2: Serves up to two people for a week. Yeah. Wow. Onions. Yeah.
1: That's neat. Yeah. That's pretty cool.
2: It's really cool. So I'm giving a shout out to the Misfits Market and, um, If you're confined or thinking about being confined, this might be a great way to get vegetables so you don't have to go out.
3: Really fresh stuff, too. And it's organic. Fresh and organic. And it's probably a lot less expensive than buying organic through a grocery store because organic produce is always a premium price.
2: It's 40% less. Yeah. Cool.
3: And you get the little surprise, you know? (laughs) What's in here? And, you know, and, and hearkening back to our discussion earlier... Something that you can do is get creative with your cooking if you're getting a misfit box. You're going to get creative on what to do with all those things because you're probably going to get some vegetables you've never had before. Right? Find out ways to to make them delicious. Yeah, Or find out whether or not your horse can have them.
2: (laughs) Or your chickens. Or your chickens. Chickens Chickens lean anything. Chickens lean anything. There we go. Cool!
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition, the way nature intended.
2: And now we're at Coffee Clatch. Um, The topic is laughter is the best medicine. And it's so interesting about laughter because it actually decreases stress hormones. It increases immune functioning. It improves the production of antibodies and it triggers the release of endorphins. So mm-hmm. it's really a great medicine. And I, there are some things that um, I, I have my go-tos when I know I need an injection of laughter. Other than calling Patty on the phone, or I should say, <laughs> other than trying to reach Patty on the Patty phone, on the phone, and taking that's right. Three days to reach
1: her. Three days, um, two minutes, <laughs> <you>? <laughs> in fifty-four seconds. Correct. <laughs> um,
2: so, for those of you who are confined, um, housebound, I-, I have some of my personal favorites. Okay. I love. I can't. I wait. love watching Lucille Ball.
1: Oh my! I, can <laughs> okay. watch, I love That's Lu- my favorite. <laughs> Absolutely, I, my favorite. It,
2: it just it just gets me into giggles. Oh, my um, yeah, totally um, with I love on the more um, modern side of things. Um, I I can watch Fraser repeatedly. I can watch Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's such comfortable, well-written, it, it, you may not be ga- ga- galoofing, uh, in laughter, but y- you'll chuckle.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I love the Netflix series, uh, something and Frankie. Oh, oh I do know you
3: mean. Great. Grace, Grace, yes. yes. and Grace. Yes. Grace
1: and Frankie.
2: Yeah. Frankie. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. That is that is really good for a lot of giggles. But if I want to get a belly laugh going, I'll either go to animation or I will go to YouTube and watch Robin Williams. I
3: love yeah. Robin Williams. And, yeah, you and, got a point
1: there.
2: There is so much YouTube on Robin Williams. And one of my favorites is that very classic Inside the Actor's Studio. And it, it's like, it's an hour and a half long but it's broken into segments but you know every every time he was on Carson and the interviews with him and some of his hb you know clips of his hbo specials that will send me into absolute paradise of laughter so i really encourage you to Seek laughter out. I know it's stressful. I know everybody is anxious. But you can make such an important shift in your stress levels and how you feel about facing the virus and how your body feels. And I've included in the show notes, um, somebody sent me this parody um, on that song, My Sharona,
1: that's called.
2: My Corona. corona. (laughs) It's on YouTube. It's in the show notes. And it's hysterical. So, um, what what do you guys do for, you know, laughter and increasing your serotonin without resorting to to a tremendous amount of chocolate?
1: (laughs) You know, it's funny because very, so recently, there has been so many funny things on, on social media about you know, um, it, one of my favorite, like little meme, I don't know if you call it a meme, but it said, you know, a, a, a realtor was saying my new, my new favorite closing line is, can you see your, can you see yourself quarantined in this house? <laughs> like, you know, and just finding like, like I just like I belly left on that one. Um, I, I love that type of stuff. And for me, you know, Tigger, you're saying Robin Williams, I mean, anything Robin Williams, I love Melissa McCartney. I mean, I, I, she just makes me laugh just watching her in interviews. I, I, um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Graham Norton. Um, yeah. It, oh, I love his show. I love that. See? Show. Show. Oh my God. I just, I love, he's a great interview and there's just so many times you just, I just, I, I, I just love him. So I, I do that for a lot of relief. Um, and I have a, um, <laughs> a, a deep secret that not many know about. I love watching the lip sync battle <laughs> have you guys ever watched that the lip sync battle i don't never even heard yeah. yeah look it up and it's just it's it's famous people that come on that lip sync other famous songs and they just sometimes they go to say it, it's sometimes it just makes me it just makes me laugh i just like that that just i don't know why i don't want why it makes me laugh but i, I love i love watching that uh, stuff um but it's just like people dancing and, you know, doing whatever and they're lip syncing. And, and sometimes in and one and what it is, it's like two stars against each other trying to beat, you know, they try mm-hmm. to beat. So it's just funny what they like, the extent they'll go to, like, a lot of times it's like big burly men dressed up as, um, you know, Beyonce or something. So it's kind of funny. Um, but utter also, I love is what it is, which is utter, great. Utter, it's yeah. utter stupid. Yeah. stupid stupid yeah. yeah um i also a go-to for me is always everybody loves raymond yeah. i've never seen it it's just it's just, it's just, it's just I, again just kind of um kind of lucille because lucille the, the, the i love Lucy show um when i first moved to virginia um i didn't have the satellites were ridiculous i mean uh, we have a satellite that's still on the farm that's about the size of my pals it's yeah. huge yeah. and but 12 feet tall have yeah great, have, <laughs> have great reception and so I had all these VCR tapes and my mother-in-law um had bought all the the entire um um all the seasons of I Love Lucy and um mm. would have them sent to me and so I I have every single episode Oh my God! Do you know what
2: I discovered? I don't even know where I found it It on some bizarre channel when I was surfing. Hogan's (gasps) Heroes—they're classics. Oh my God! I laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. Mm -hmm. It's as silly now as it was then. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And Johnny, anything Johnny Carson?
3: Anything Johnny Carson? Absolutely.
1: Johnny, agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. How about you, Jen?
3: Oh, I've got so many um, <laughs> old episodes, and it has to be old episodes, of America's Funniest Home Videos because they were funnier when the show oh, was older. Yeah.
1: Um,
3: anything Carol Burnett?
1: Oh, oh, oh yeah. Classics. Good. Oh my and God. I, was,
3: I was thinking about movies that just make me just make my face hurt because I laugh so much. Um, and anything Pixar just makes me smile. Oh, necessarily laugh out loud, but just smile. Oh my God. Yeah. Pixar. And probably the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life was the court jester with Danny Kay.
1: I did not see that. Oh, that's funny. But
2: He's he's classic.
3: 1956. It's old and it is in color and it's on Amazon prime. So you can stream it, but funniest movie I've ever seen.
2: Well, some of those Jerry Lewis films.
3: Some really good Jerry Lewis stuff. Yes, we're
2: absolutely. And we're, <laughs> uh, all, we're all
3: dating Jerry ourselves Lewis, yeah. right now. And if oh, you just I... if you want just for me a, a, a quick light <laughs> laugh just because I got done, just finished recording a podcast where we had to call the guest 35 times and nobody's microphone worked. Uh, I just go to YouTube and I watch Simon's Cat.
2: I love Simon's Cat. Oh. I love Simon's Cat. Simon's Cat is perfect. Big fan. Yes.
3: Simon's cat is perfect. There we go. So th-
1: that's so it's fun. Really,
2: it's really important to um, try to keep a little level of fun and laughter, you know, at least once a day. Yeah. I know, we know that the news is is overwhelming and there's an anxiety throughout the country that is palpable. You can break that cycle of worry by by just laughing. And luckily, with YouTube and streaming services and cable, we've got a lot of options. So, oh, I also was listening to Tom Lear this morning, you know.
3: There you go. And there are plenty of funny podcasts. And Alan Sherman. You you can 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 listen to Healthy Critters Mm -hmm. Radio. I, I highly recommend healthy critters radio. You can go on your phone and download the horse radio network app and it's yep. right there, or you can listen to it on iTunes and Spotify and stitcher and all kinds of other places. Just Google it or look it on your phone, healthy critters radio. It's great. These two ladies talk all about kind of different health topics, but it's really funny. Just, just try it. You'll really like it. <laughs>
1: and then, then there's this other lady she's involved too and she kind of runs it around yeah oh my gosh thanks for listening everyone and thanks to our sponsor biostar us you can find them online at biostarus.com Get the
2: Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for
1: Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to healthycrittersradio.com where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests.
2: As always, we love
1: your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com.